Nearly everything we make is designed and constructed with input from the athletes and communities who use our products. Our ambassadors test gear and sometimes make requests for very specific features. Our field testers then take the prototypes designed by our R&D technicians and take them skiing or rock climbing or all manner of other things. Then give feedback on those prototypes until we're making the best products for what they're designed for. Our product design philosophy is to make gear that is versatile. Running tights that work for yoga or a jacket you can ski and climb and fish in. But sometimes we get the opportunity to make something for a unique set of circumstances. Sometimes it's a product that meets the borderline neurotic, but also exceptionally well-considered needs of an elite alpine climber. Other times, it's a request we've heard over and over again from trail runners. Occasionally, it's an opportunity to rethink the entire way a product is made. A prime example of our collaborative design ethos, the Big Water Foul Weather Kit, was created specifically for the Polynesian Voyaging Society's Hokulea crew. The conversation started when our designers from Patagonia's research and development facility met with some crew members from the Polynesian Voyaging Society and discussed the group's unique needs for their boat. We're taking you to the forge to hear how the Big Water Foul Weather Kit was created. We recorded this audio while our designers were working, so please pardon our noise. Lyndon, if you could just introduce yourself, tell us who you are and what you do. So my name is Lyndon Mallory, and I lead the Alpine category at Patagonia. And we are here in the Forge, and the Forge is Patagonia's AR&D center. This is where all our advanced designers um, sit, they explore, they use all these machines here to come up with concepts, new mock-ups, constructions, full garments, prototypes, and this is really kind of the heart of design creativity at Patagonia. And I'm here to talk about our Big Water Foul Weather Kit. Why is it called the Big Water Foul Weather Kit? So this is this new sailing kit that we've been working on for the better part of you know, almost a decade in, in terms of creating a new foul weather sailing kit for this crew, the Polynesian Voyaging Society out of, um, out of Hawaii. And I'm going to do a little deep dive into what these products are. So these open ocean voyages are completely exposed to the elements out there for days, don't know what, what Mother Nature's gonna throw at you. Our collaboration with them on product really came not through the need for sun protection or board shorts for being on the double-hulled canoes on the nice days. It came from their need for better protection when the weather went south, right? So that put us in a spot where we started to work with them. And really the, the relationship started pretty authentically where we're like, oh, we make this nano puff, you should try it out. Or here, here's this uh, alpine climbing shell, you need better weather protection, try this one. And we started seeding them the product that we make for other sports and sending it to this crew. And they would come back to us and be like, it was great, but this didn't work, that didn't work. Um, and it got us to the point where suddenly we had kind of run out of the really great products that, that we build here and they weren't good enough for the Hokulea crew. And that really kind of shifted this relationship. Okay, if what we make isn't good enough for you, that's not your problem, that's, that's our problem. Um, how do we take that as a design challenge and rethink how we build product for you? I'm curious how you go from sort of this conceptual idea to basically what we're seeing in front of us here. How we went from this concept, right, of like the PBS team, the Hokulea crew needing product to, you know, these, these kits behind us was 
certainly not linear, and to be honest, probably not ever really that planned. Um, and what I mean by that is, is, is um, Stephen, who was leading our AR&D team at, uh, at the time, sat down with this problem statement and was like, okay, nothing that we have in line is working for them. Let me start playing with some ideas. But at the end of the day, it really came down to uh, weather protection, durability, and functionality, right? It needed to keep them warm. It needed to work for what they were trying to use it for, um, specifically, you know, sailing these double-hulled canoes. And then it needed to be durable enough that um, you could use it for years and years and years. And that was really the foundation to start iterating and exploring. And the concepts based off of those three pillars really went in a bunch of different directions. Um, I think starting in durability, that's probably the most interesting one we immediately tapped into this like amazing network of materials teams that we have here, right? This, this organization has these really, really talented material developers. Um, and what's cool is we have material developers that don't just make waterproof breathables or knits or tech tees, but we also make really robust luggage and durable goods. So Stephen went over and talked to um, our materials developers that work on equipment and was like, I need the same level of durability that we take into our black hole duffels, and I need that in a material that I can build a pant and a jacket out of, right? And then same thing with our waterproof breathables. I need that same waterproofness and durability that we bring into a fishing wader, but I need it in a material that's going to work really well if you're not actually standing in the river, but you're on, on a boat in more exposed water. The most functional things tend to be, if you look at track athletes, they're not wearing very many clothes, right? Because true, like, functionality, mobility tends to be as little restriction as possible. Weather protection is as most kind of protection as possible. And we, we as product people have to figure out this balance between how do you stay as warm and protected as possible while still allowing you the full freedom of movement that you need. We need really robust materials. We need, need new design concepts that work for the PBS team. Um, and that got us to this point of being like, okay, this fabric swatch is working, this idea makes sense. And um, on the design side, it was really marrying kind of what the movements are and actions are of this team on the boat. A lot of rigging, pulling ropes, uh, moving sails, a lot of kneeling, a lot of moving around, where it's not necessarily like these really dynamic movements like you might see in mountain biking or skiing or running or climbing, but a lot of the same repeated movements where you're doing it all day, every day. Um, Steven started to marry some of the two and we built up initial mock-ups and prototypes. And as he was working on it, um, the PBS team was actually sailing down the coast of, of California and they stopped here in Ventura. And it was this really special moment back in 2018 where Steven had the chance to take these kind of intellectual design concepts and like ideas and kind of hearing secondhand what the problem statements are and go and he went right down to the harbor, down the street, and got on the Hokulea with the team and walked through what their lives look like and what they're doing. And that was really like the fire, right? You kind of have these ideas and then suddenly there's that moment that's like, oh, I can see how they, they coalesce and come together. Um, that initiated the true work. And what happened from that moment was a series of um, prototyping and honestly just like testing. We would build up a jacket, we would send it to them, they would tell us what's working, what wasn't. And we got to this final product about um, two years ago where the team was like, it's perfect. Honestly, we spent maybe two hours in a meeting talking about a specific feature of the cuff. And we walked out of that meeting, and we're like, oh, we just spent two hours talking about this like most minute detail, and we ignored the rest of what's going on here. We must be in a pretty darn good spot. What were some of the features that the crew was most excited about, like once the prototype started coming in, or you got to this sort of moment of perfection? 
as I mentioned, we'd gone through years of us sending them products and them saying, this is nice, but, and we, this, this kit got us to the point where the butts started to go away and it was just working. So it's a combination of, of everything. It was how durable the paneling was. It was the design of the cuff of the pant was really specifically built for the way that this group of individuals sails their boat, right? They, there's no other pant out there in the market that's built specifically for them, right? So we had kind of taken all these other things that had been minor annoyances and started to move them away. This kit at 30,000 feet is like a lot of other sailing kits. It's a waterproof, breathable, foul weather kit for, for being out on the water. When you zoom in and you start to look at these little details, it starts to be a really standalone piece. Um, and that's because of the specificity of who we were building it for, right? Patagonia had, has no intention of being a big sailing brand, right? Like we didn't go in here with this idea that we were gonna open up a new product line or product category. It was instead, there's this amazing group of individuals doing this really cool thing. They need the best tools possible. We have this amazing design resource and center and we have these really creative minds that can kind of meet the two and, and figure out what that solution looks like. So to be honest, we didn't spend a lot of time looking at what other brands are doing in foul weather gear because one, they weren't building for the Hokulea crew and, and the PBS team. They were building for the broader sailing market. Two, that product, if it was perfect for the Hokulea team, they wouldn't be coming to us looking for the right solutions, right? It was more about, you know, these, this group of individuals and this collection, of this community and, and the problem statement they brought us and us finding creative new solutions. So in a lot of ways, that, that was a lot of freedom for us, right? We didn't have to worry about market comps or you know, distribution or you know, wholesale requests for color. It was much more about just like, hey, this crew needs this thing. Let's figure out how to build it for them. The, the face fabric itself is actually built out of yarns that are made out of recycled fishing nets. So we've, we partnered with this uh, organization called Boreo, which is a partner of Patagonia's. And Boreo collects fishing nets off the coast of Chile and South America. We've been working with them for years to figure out how to take those nylons, clean them up, um, spin them into yarns, and then build, build textiles out of them. We took those textiles and applied them to this very fabric. So there's this really fun kind of thread for me personally where we built this kit for this group of individuals that's doing such an amazing job um, raising awareness for the health of our, our marine ecosystems. And we used materials that are actually helping improve the health of our marine ecosystems at the same time. So that would be the, the fabrics that, that uh, really stand out to me. Then much of um, the product features really come down to those details. Like I mentioned earlier, it wasn't so much about creating something new as it was removing kind of barriers and obstacles to, to what it meant or what it means to sail the Hokulea kit. Um, so the first one is just like functionality, right? So that's really like about the movements that I was describing earlier, the ability to kneel, the places where you're kind of um, brushing up against uh, um, high wear spots. So you can see that durable paneling all across the elbows durable paneling, not only across the seat of the pants, but also across the back hem, because often when you sit down with a longer product, you're actually sitting on the hem of your jacket, not just on your bottoms. Um, paneling across the knees as well. We actually took that really uh, durable ripstop and put it all the way around the cuff because the, the crew's walking around barefoot and often it's cinched, but sometimes when it's not, like you've all seen this, 
you know, young kids with their jeans and they're walking on the heels and they shred the cuff of their jean. Well, we didn't want to shred this cuff, so we put that durable paneling right in there al along the cuff. So like little touch points like that was, was a major function just around durability. And a lot of it was freedom of movement as well. There's all of these um, tethers for securing whatever you have, so you don't necessarily have to um, go and clip it to, to one of the, the railings on the boat, but you can keep it secure, you can reference anything uh, inside the pockets. Hood was kind of it was a really cool design because we were really trying to focus on two things. One is like full storm protection, so we have this hood that goes all the way up. But then we took a stowable hood construction, which we don't typically do. So this hood can go way into the back of the collar, and you get this really high collar that still allows you to stay warm and protected. But if you think about it, you're out on the boat, it's not necessarily raining, but it's really windy. You want to be warm. A hood can often like catch the wind and flap and kind of be annoying and loud, so you can tuck that hood away but still preserve that like coziness that you get in the collar. Um, on the kind of safety side of things, spent a lot of time looking at where this reflective paneling is going. So you can see pretty much from any angle this kit allows someone to be seen, right? So there's, there's reflectivity from every direction. We spent a lot of time figuring out how to deal with moisture once it gets into the products. When you're constantly getting sprayed with water, it's not a matter of if water is eventually gonna get in, it's more a matter of when, right? My life, my, my role is not to come up with a brief for a $99 rain jacket, right? It's to figure out what our, our community, however we choose to define that, um, what they need and then build a product for them. This is just a really specific example of that. And, and sometimes because we get to narrow that focus, some of those most fun ones, because you get to pick just a couple of loud voices and really give them what they need and you can kind of ignore the rest. If you want to know more about the Big Water Foul Weather Kit or about the Hokalea crew, we have more information for you at patagonia.com stories. At Patagonia, we cover stories that range from the detailed gear needed for alpine climbing, to the fight for a sacred indigenous land, to the experience of being inside an athlete's head. Sure, we're a company that makes gear for getting outside, but we're also a company that cares about the future of planet Earth. The stories we share here will hopefully inspire you to do the same, or just to make some time to go outside. See you next time for more stories to get you out there.